Hi, welcome to Soundproof Marriages. This is Wanda. And I want to stop in for just a little bit today, just, and I always say just a little bit, but I want to take a minute to just give you a, a little nugget. I used to have a mentor, you guys, some years ago, and I used to love um, when I used to get the little nuggets. He always talked about the little nuggets uh, when he would mentor us, and uh, I just love those nuggets. And so this is a nugget I want to pass on or give to you, not necessarily pass on, um, like, like it was something, I don't know, but anyway, let me just give you this little nugget. Okay. Um, and I want to, you know, I was thinking about how we come to believe what we believe in the body of Christ, how, how our faith level got to be where it is and, or, and, and honestly, even as a whole, not just with me, but if you, you know, if you look at, um, the church, um, the condition of the church, if you kind of measure it or gauge it on how things are looking uh, and how we respond to certain things, if the church is acting like the world, those kind of things. And and so, I, you know, I, I, I'm a thinker. So I kind of look at stuff like that. Um, and at times I'm, you know, accused of overthink, overthinking a thing, you know, but, um, but again, I'm a thinker. So God uses that when I get into the word. Think about it. Let's dig into it. Let's pull out what we can pull out. So I wanted to get on um, and take a few minutes just to kind of share this with you that God gave to me and shared with me. And this one, I, you know, you know, is talking about uh, where Jesus talked to the disciples and He told them nothing by any means will hurt you. You know, when He told them, "I've given you authority over scorpions, serpents, and and things like that, um, and nothing by any means shall hurt you." And so the disciples were told this. These are the, the disciples that he sent out uh, where Jesus had given them authority. So they had authority over the scorpions, over the serpents. And he said, and nothing by any means should hurt you. Well, we took that in the church to believe that we shouldn't have any problems. And although we say, well, the Bible does say, you know, that we would have trouble in this world. And I kind of put my scriptures here so I can kind of know where to go to and point you to. Because typically, I don't point you to scriptures. The reason why I, don't, I won't give you the exact place the scripture is because I want you to go research it out yourself. Yeah. I want you to be a student of the word. I want you, if you don't know it, you can always go to Google and put a little bit in there. And it can kind of show you where it is in the Bible. So I want you to be a student of the word. So I usually don't give you the scripture, but... From time to time, I will point you and give you the exact scripture. So again, John 16, 33 talks about trouble in the world. But Jesus told us it would be trouble in this world. But we some type of way, as the Christian believer, got to believing that we wouldn't have problems or we would have problems, but we could quickly, you know, we would quickly get over it, you know, kind of thing or, or, or something. I don't know what messed up our belief that, that trouble wouldn't come. Or that if trouble came, that honestly, it would be a quick jump and a hop. And some of it is a quick jump and a hop. But what do you do when you have those things that are there and they're lingering? They're not a quick jump and a hop. You know, so anyway, God was trying to let us know, get some understanding in that when he was talking to them about in Luke 10, 19, nothing will by any means hurt you. He was not talking about your physical you. Jesus was referring to their spiritual you. He had given them spiritual authority. Now they can cast demons out. How do you know this? Because if you read further in the scripture on down, he talked about don't rejoice 
that demons are subject to you, but rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So that's where you should be rejoicing. That's where you should have joy, that you have your eternal salvation is secure. That's, that is what cannot be heard. That's the part of you that cannot, we are triune beings like, like the Trinity is. We are Trinity as well, spirit, soul, and body. He made us like him. So the spirit, that, that born again spirit of you cannot be harmed. It did not mean, God did not mean, the word did not mean that your physical you could not be harmed. Or even your soul of you could not be harmed. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Your spirit life is safe and secure. The Holy Spirit is a guarantee, has a seal. The Bible talks about how he has sealed us until the day of redemption. There is a, he's the guarantee. Okay, you know, he's the receipt. He's the deposit. Okay, so anyway, nothing by any means should hurt you. Nothing. We thought, again, that that meant nothing in this world would bother us or we'll have a few problems. No, this world is full of trouble. This world is full of trouble, but we now have authority. And I wanted you guys to understand that because somewhere somebody lost, um, lost faith because they were having so much trouble. They thought God should take them out of the trouble. They thought they should get delivered out of that trouble. And when they didn't, they walked away from God. Too many people are walking away because we, the body of Christ, displayed him in the wrong way. We gave wrong information. We told them that they would get over their problems. That, no, no, come on. They, you get saved, you're about to have real problems. When you really follow Christ Jesus, you're about to have real problems, come on. So. They did not, somebody is leaving again. Somebody is walking away from Jesus because they, they are upset with him because he didn't do what they thought he was supposed to do. He didn't save their marriage. Come on. He didn't save their marriage. He did not save their marriage. And let me give you a quick story on this really and truly this happened. This really, and I wasn't intending to even throw this in there, but it just came. So let me give you this one. I had a, um, a boss one uh, a few years back. I was a, a office manager at a place and he was the general manager and he was a new general manager and um, everybody was trying to get used to him, fill him out and he and I had to work closely closely together, you know. And I actually, our office joined together and he was a good guy to me. He he would probably yell, walk up down the hall yelling and fussing at everybody else but he treated me well, he treated me with respect. But he, and he was new. Um, and God gave me something to tell this man. And I didn't know how to tell him, this is my boss, Lord. You know, this is my boss. This is my boss. How am I going to go in here, in here and tell him something spiritual? How am I going to talk to him about you? This is my boss. He's new. But I had to do it. So I went in there, asked him to, uh, asked to speak to him. He sat there. And I gave him what God told me to give him. It was something that I, I can't even tell you exactly what it was, but it was a word that was a right on time word because he sat there. This was a big man who used to play football with, uh, oh my gosh, Walter Payton. He played football. He used to tell us those Walter Payton stories back, back some years ago. But he was a big guy, not overly big, but you could tell, yeah, back in the day, you probably did play football. Yeah, I could see that. But a man's man walking in, you know, but he, and even if you did look like a man's man, people, men can cry. But this man 
didn't look like he would be the quick crier, but he cried. He sat there and he cried. And he said, you know what? He said, let me tell you something. He said, God didn't do something for me. God didn't fight for me. I was like, huh? He said, God didn't fight for me. He said, I, he used to be a preacher. He used to be a, a preacher, full time preacher, going to different churches, preaching. And he, and I'm African-American, of course you can see. And those of you who are listening by podcast, you can't see, but okay. But this was a white man. This, he was not, we were not even of the same race. Uh, for sure, I'm talking to a man. This wasn't a female God sent me to. It was a man to give him this word. And he sat there and he cried. And he said he walked away from the Lord because God didn't fight a battle for him that he was supposed to fight. This man lost his wife to his best friend. God didn't fight that battle for him. He lost his wife to his friend. They were business partners and he lost his wife, come on, to his friend. So he's mad with God and he turned away and, and went the other way. God, I, I won't, he, did, he refused to serve him. And God was tugging at his heart because the words that God had me to speak to him brought tears to his eyes and I knew nothing about his background as far as, I mean, again, he was new to the company. I knew nothing, knew nothing about this. So God, um, People have, have misinformation. They don't have the truth about who God is. And I just want to under, let you know that, that God, when he said nothing by any means should hurt you, it wasn't your, 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 your uh, physical man nor either your soul man. Your spirit man is secure. Your name, he told them to rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The enemy has a way of touching the rest. He can't touch this. We are sanctified. Come on. We are made holy. We are sanctified, set apart. You know how sanctification, you set something apart? You know, we are we are over here. We sanctified, set apart for Christ Jesus. We are sanctified. So we are set apart over here, right? So that's what the sanctified means. That's what the, the, you know, we're set apart. The Holy Spirit seals us and we're set apart for Christ Jesus. So we don't have to worry about our soul, I mean, our spirit being saved and being with the Lord one day. We don't have to worry about is our, our is our salvation secure. We don't have, because we, a seal has been placed. We have been given a deposit. The Holy Spirit has sealed us. The believer I'm talking to, right? The believer. So... What else could be touched? Again, the physical man or the soul man can be touched. But God even gave us stuff for that. And that's a whole nother teaching. But we get, um, we don't have the right understanding. When trouble comes and we don't get the deliverance, think about the disciples. Let's cover this right quick. I want to put on here, that's why I have Acts 12 and 2. That's where James was martyred. He was the first disciple that was killed. So if Jesus meant nothing by any means will harm you, James is part of the 12, right? Okay, and then Jesus even had 72 disciples. Remember how uh, 72, 72 additional, remember how the 72 walked away and the 12 stayed? Okay, so they had the same authority. They had the same authority. And I just want to drop this little tip in your bucket right here. They had the authority without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So do you know the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Ah, that's another teaching for another day. All right, but 
they had authority given to them. But James in 12 and 2, Acts 12 and 2, James was martyred. So again, if Jesus was referring to it, he can't, he's not lying, y'all. You know, he can't lie. Right? Right? You know, he is. Now here's here's the let me throw this in here. Let me bring some correction. Let me let me line that one on up a little more. God is not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Jesus is the son of man. He can repent. God the Father cannot lie. So let me, I have to straighten that one on up because somebody be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. No, no, let me walk that one out right. And again, that's a whole nother teaching too on another day. But Acts 12 and 2, James was martyred. He was one of the 12 disciples. If Jesus was referring to nothing, by any means were hurt you. If he was lying, if he wasn't telling the truth, that meant James should not have been killed. He was one of the 12. And for some of you who think, okay, some of that stuff applied to them, it doesn't apply to us. Well, here we go. Let's look at James. James was killed. They thought Peter was going to be killed as well. You remember when they were praying for Peter to get out of prison and Peter did escape without, you know, being killed or martyred or hurt. I'm sure they hurt him, but as far as being killed, he was not killed. You remember he went to the door and they were so surprised, he, you know, the girl ran back and left him sitting out there, standing out there. Okay, so this is this is that time. So if, 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 the, if this disciple, James, who was among the 12, was killed, what did Jesus mean by nothing, nothing, nothing? Hey, he said, nothing by any means should hurt you, nothing. Nothing means nothing. So when they were able to kill James, they killed his body. That spirit part of James went to be with the Lord. So nothing could touch that. Satan couldn't touch him. Satan, he is sanctified over here with Jesus because he belongs to him. You, you get that? So that nothing doesn't mean your flesh man couldn't be touched. Doesn't mean that soul couldn't be touched. The, the Bible talk about for the saving of the soul. So certain things, our mind, our, our, our wills and emotions have to be transformed and renewed. We didn't get a new soul, we got a new spirit. That nothing didn't mean, again, his flesh, James' flesh couldn't be touched. Stephen's flesh couldn't, you know, didn't mean his flesh couldn't be touched. He was martyred. Most of the disciples, if you read the history of them, most of them were killed. They were killed. They were martyred. So he didn't mean that. He didn't mean that for them. He doesn't mean that for us. So I want you guys to get, get the truth so that you're not blaming Jesus for something. You're not blaming God for something. In this world, he said, we will have trouble. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that when you transition, you go be with the Lord. You go to the better place. But see, we have brought so much fear, and that's the doctrine of demons. We talk about the doctrine of demons, the Bible says. The doctrine of demons is where it has you not believing Jesus. Jesus didn't say that your flesh wouldn't be touched. His flesh was touched. Come on. But he had something eternal. So we who are the believers of Christ, we have what's eternal. We have what's real. Here's the truth. Again, there will be trouble in this world. Jesus said, don't be afraid. He has overcome the world. But it does not mean things won't be able to touch your, your flesh. Now, again, you do pray. And you pray and you get a word from God on, uh, you know, 
does the enemy have a right to touch this, that, and the other? What is the enemy's legal right to be there? Those kind of things. So that's some different teaching. But I want you to have just this basic, this is a basic foundation, y'all, that a lot of people don't have. And again, they walk away from Jesus because they don't have it. Again, I had a supervisor who walked away from preaching the gospel because he lost his wife to his business partner, his friend. And Jesus didn't stop it. So he chose not to serve him. I wanted you, again, get the word, get the truth. Know the truth, right? Know the truth. So again, hopefully you were able to get something out of this. I don't want to hold you and keep you very long, but if you can, um, can you share this information? If you were able to get something out of it, if it's something that's going to trigger something in you, be like, oh yeah. Or uh, if it refresh and refresh something in you, um, share this information with someone, okay? I'm on YouTube, I'm on um, Instagram, Soundproof Marriages. Soundproof Marriages, where we are for marriages because God is for marriages. Soundproof Marriages, follow me, YouTube, Instagram, uh, where else am I? Let me see, I thought I had written it down so I can see it, it's, I'm gonna put it somewhere. But Instagram, um, Soundproof Marriages, also under Instagram, Wanda Perkins One. Uh, follow me. YouTube again uh, is Simply Wanda. Simply Wanda is YouTube. I have a podcast and the podcast is Soundproof Marriages. Uh, so again, tune in, follow me, share the word, tag somebody, share this information so that God's truth can get, can get out. Because just like that was years ago that my supervisor, my boss, um, refused to, to worship God and serve him because God didn't do so. People today are still walking away because they don't have the truth and they're blaming God for something that's not God's fault. They just lack understanding and all you're getting, get an understanding. So I want to come in on today so that you can have an understanding so you would know trouble does come. Trouble does come, but God did overcome the world. But you rejoice, you saint, you believer, you follower of Christ. You rejoice because your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Again, this is Soundproof Marriages. We will continue to talk. Continue to listen.